Yeah, yeah, the song that almost, yeah, that song actually got into him, some music thing and um, some producer and it was sort of an almost, you know, also ran and, uh, but it was interesting, you know, the guy wanted to talk about it and meet and da 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 and I just uh, declined. Uh, no, not interested, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, been there, done that. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it had some notice back in, I don't know how long, I mean, you know, if you're, uh, 10 years ago, well, 12 years ago. But it still sounds contemporary. Well, that's another song that could could use a, uh, you know, I, I yeah, you know, but if you tracked it in a studio, I don't know that you get all those synths and all those nuances, you know what I mean? It'd be okay, but it wouldn't be the same. You could get some more, probably more variation on drums. Uh, you could put a big, fat chorus together, because everything's a cliche. I mean, it's almost like, I think a lot of people commit suicide because they can't stand the, it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's like the movie Ground, Groundhog Day was not really a movie about, you know, this concept that it was the same day every day and it started off, you know, as the same. And then the guy had to, you know, try to improve himself and, you know, do all these things that uh, people could, you know, see progress. But they didn't recognize it because everybody was just the same day. So if he, if, so, so there's a little bit of a cheat on it. But I think Groundhog Day for the, the there was a film with Bill Murray in it. I think, Groundhog Day, for for the most part, though, was, um, if you will, more than anything else, an allegory as to our plight of repetition. You know, and and when I say repetition, I mean, is there any difference between, <clears throat> you know, the, the the word routine? Is there any difference between the word routine? And having the same routine every day. It was important to have the same routine, regimen, to have a regimen and a routine every day. You know, you'd have your coffee, you'd have your toast, you go to the office, you carry a briefcase, you get to the gym, you do this, you do that. The weekend, you see a ball game, you see a movie, uh, you know, repeat the next week, um, everything you just did ad nauseum, and, you know, try to find happiness within that. Uh, and those were for the, for the people that were, you know, the, the sort of privileged middle class. You know, the bulk of people is what I mean. And, and then slowly that kind of became unraveled because it was shown that the routine was something that was artificially set up, a simulation. And so people found less and less meaning in it and um you know quit going to church and quit all their religious and all, as all those pillars of <clears throat> society which were illusory in the first place fell away people realized they had really in a sense nothing even if they had a paycheck which was garnered you know through suspicious you know a suspicious guarantee can i put the faustian deal as that um, 
even if they had some kind of guarantee of an income and you know a degree and what a degree would get them in the workplace and you know an income and you know office politics and what kind of person are you it drills right down into you are illegitimate everything you are we made you you're still nothing tabula rasa blank slate Whatever we want to, you know, so they've had that, they've had that. They've had that great reset with the last Industrial Revolution, creating, um, you know, wrote, you know, you know, they came up with the idea of degrees in college. They came up with the idea of vetting people to run their crops, their machines, their technology, to develop further and further technology and, and all that. Uh, to be in their wars and to do whatever they were going to do uh, without complaint. Very important to note. Without questioning. And of course, that's what the, you know, the 60s were all about, like an upheaval, a counter-revolution to that. Um, and you say, well, why would the establishment have a counter-revolution with itself? Because the establishment isn't all just of one mind. They fight too. So obviously the CIA wanted to, you know, destabilize by the use of uh, counterculture, LSD, you know, bringing Mao back. Mao, hey, repeat, repeat, here's Mao. Hey, here's Mao. Yeah, yeah, you know, tell the old people, uh, you know, put them in, euthanize them after 30. <laughs> here's Mao again. Uh-huh. Mao. Mao, save me, Mao. Save me, Mao. Mao, please save me from Billy Graham, please. And, uh, <laughs> right, so they wanted, so it was time to, to tell the people, you, 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 yes, you, you have no say here. You're not even a person yet. We prevented that from when you were just a little baby and from your parents realizing who they are and then from your grandparents and all the way back, you've been a slave. Yes, folks, they've been slaves. We have been the brunt of their joke. So now they say, well, let's have the great reset. Reset? Repeat, re-encounter, realize the Great Reset, and uh, we will kill a good number of people. Now, you know, smaller footprint and you know, better for the earth, and everyone will be very happy. Okay. So now we begin after event 201, and we force all the governments of the world to go full on Orwell, or peak Orwell, and locking down everything. And then we start the killing jabs. And by the time you get to the third or fourth booster, you a dead man, baby. And if, you, if that's you and you're listening to this, you better listen up. 
you had got to go to a doctor like, uh, you know, or go listen to Judy Mikovits or one of these brilliant doctors who has figured out how to detox off this shit. Because if you've gotten to the fourth booster, that means you have no immune system. That means you're carrying HIV. That means you're going to die of, 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 of a, you know, a hidden cancer just suddenly. That means you have, and what it means for the people around you, even if they didn't take the jab, that you're shedding on them these spike proteins uh, gives them much, you know, the same fate. Uh, They've killed millions of you already, hundreds of millions uh, on on paper, you know, soon. Remember on the Zephyr report, we talked about, you know, in the third year would be most of the deaths, right? After the jabs began. And, and am I right on that? The third year, there's been more deaths? Yes, from these boosters. And the boosters were just what they say. They're going to boost, um, you know, death into the population. And then Bill Gates announces it, and then everybody sits there, oh, okay, it won't be me, but, you know, it makes sense. He's trying to save the earth. And... Um, so Bill Gates announces he's going to lower the population, and then when he does, people say, we didn't elect Bill Gates, you know, why can't we get him? We can't get him because he and his group basically are the ones who formed all the countries and laws and, and, and degrees and colleges and laws, you know, and, and law itself. Um, he's the architect of our civilization, you can't go arrest him. He's not in the game. He's not in the simulation. He doesn't exist. And none of them do, because they all also have magic escape routes, you know, magical, uh, where they really do disappear. The, you know, this is... Uh, the failure we have going on is we fail... We fail to understand what this is, number one. Numero uno. We fail to understand what we are a part of. And therefore, we can do nothing except die. All anybody does is die. Right? They don't question. They go along. They die. I was at Twitter recently, and they, uh, they banned me. I'm probably one of the first to be officially banned. My account is... Uh, you know, banned. And um, how they did it was they said that I changed my profile picture and then I did this and I did that. They named a whole bunch of things. They said, you know, you can't post, you know, you no one can see your posts. It's not shadow bans, full blackout. No one can see your posts and we will, have, we, we will be reviewing your account to see if you're eligible to be reinstated. And that's what they said. And uh, what I think it is, is I think the reason is because I got complaints on my post because I was pretty good at comeback lines and pretty good at, you know, using a little bit of wit and you know, to, to make <clears throat> people look stupid. It's not that hard. A guy like, say, Rob Reiner or Sean Penn or one of these people, it's pretty easy to make them look like fools, Right. And, or some of these self-righteous uh, politicians, <laughs> you know. And it's basically, we need Trump in jail every other day. I mean, you know, I'm no supporter of Trump, but I can, I can tell a mental illness when I see one. This obsession with Trump and obsession with 
and you know where they're going. It's like you know, this is how I started developing my theory of uh, what you might call, um, you know, what uh, maybe called a veiled death wish that they really desire. They really want to be killed. Okay, it's my theory about um, the woke. And, but they want to be killed in the presence of their enemies, the unwoke, dying. So they'll be killed, making it look like it's just a regular killing of just people. And, um, you know, but, but that they're willing to die with the unwoke. They, they don't really want to live. It's another thing about it. I think it's a really, I think what's crept into the woke movement is a thing called nihilism where they don't really care about anything, especially their own lives. They're willing to die on that hill of revolution. In other words, if I can you know, get these people kicked out of their jobs, their houses, ruin their economy, destroy their children, cut their genitals off, do, I mean, whatever it is, you know, whatever, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of really more sick things coming out of the closet pretty soon from them. So, if I, you know, want to see that, then what I want is I want total destruction. I am willing to die, too. If I could see them being destroyed, that would make me happy enough to die. Something like that, okay? I mean, it's a early developing theory here at the Zephyr Port. You know, don't hold me to it completely. Maybe you can help develop it, but I think it's... I think it's 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 coming into truth now. This idea of of the woke being nihilistic, meaning they don't care about their own lives. I mean, that's basically summing it up. They don't care about anything. They, you care about nothing, Lebowski. You know, we are nihilists. Yes, they're they're nihilists. They don't care about anything. No, they what further meaning? They don't care about their own lives is the the feature. Which, by the way, in the fifties. People thought that about communists. They thought that communists don't care about their own lives. And now it's interesting having this applied to the woke, who are also communists, or, you know, overthrowers, destroyers. It really doesn't matter what it is. Remember when they were, they were pulling the statues down, how hilarious that was? Wow. Uh, it was maybe a little frustrating to some people, but it was just hilarious that they thought, and then they pulled down Albert Pike's statue, and then, I'm, I'm cheering that one on, right? But, like, that's going to do something. You know how stupid they were, how, how robotoid, how, how automatically ordered into, you know, tear that statue. Yes, yes, master. I tear down the statue just as ordered, you know. And, um, and then they dress up in these sort of ninja outfits, and, and they're, you know, the, 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 I think Joe Biden arms them, you know, or the FBI or somebody. So they have all these AR-15s that they want to take away from everybody else. It's just hilarious watching it. I mean, if I didn't have to be a citizen here, if I could just go home, at the end of the day, I would, I would, I would make a case before God, number one, to take over the human race. Because the human race is incapable of taking care of itself. I think we see that now. And I think they have perceived that, and they say, well, that's why we want to depopulate, because, you know, without us, without this system in place, if we're going to change it, we don't need that many humans now. 
uh, they can't take care of themselves anyway. So, you know, what's wrong with killing them? And now they're up to, according to VARES, and if you add everything together, what are we at, 30 million now? 30 million deaths uh, thanks to the uh, Fauci's and the Biden's and the UN and the, you know, and the, the WEF and the usual suspects. Um, but I think that's quickly going to grow to 200 million, 400 million, a billion, et cetera. Because the third and fourth and fifth jab, every jab now is, a, is pretty much a, a death shot. They've tried to make, you know, distribute them in, a, in accordance with uh, efficacy, meaning they put placebos in a lot of them and then put, you know, kill shots in the ones going to like Florida and Texas and wherever there were conservatives, uh, which is right out of the James Bond playbook. I mean, they must be copying some of those screenplays. And, uh, you know, that, that, of course, is so absurd. You're embarrassed to be human. You know, it's like, okay, I'd rather be a rock. I'd rather be a dinosaur. I, I mean, you know, this is, uh, there's no honor in being human at this point. No honor at all. And that's one of the, one of the sad things, because there, there, there had been honor. There had been morals. There had been... Um, you know, reverence to God. There have been uh, moments of clarity about the purpose of a human being. But now at long last we see that they were the ones who gave humanity the, their dignity. They were the ones who gave humanity a purpose. They were the ones who encouraged population to grow of humanity. They were the ones that brought in this revolution, the Industrial Revolution, you know, the, the sort of technological revolution. Actually, we're, on the, we're not on the fourth turning. We're actually you know, quite more advanced than that down the road to the obliteration. But we are um, obviously overdue for a war, which is also population reduction which is also not being called for by human beings, which is also being run by them. Human beings have had very little say in anything to do with anything uh, since the inception of human being. The only thing the human could do was to, you know, to, 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 to learn about creator about God and then you know, move that direction and that was the only thing in the history of humanity that's given the human a dignity I can't what, I don't, what's going on over here you're all wound up and um, maybe yeah he's uh, He's, he's, I don't know what you do. So, you know, the human being, to have dignity, to have self-awareness, to have awareness of others, to be a sentient being, really the, the very standard definition of a sentient being,
is that happens when the human being seeks God, seeks answers, and comes to the realization that he is, that it's not about him or her, them, whatever. It's, it's about God. And when that happens, that at that moment, the human being has purpose, has direction, has, um, has uh, learned things that are not being taught by the establishment, has, in a sense, broken through the veil and broken through the, uh, the curtain to see the Wizard of Oz and, all, and, and uh, you know, Satan and all of his machinations of stupidity and, and actually gotten a view of what, what, you know, at least a limited view, but then the, the big view is, but why, Lord, would you let this happen? And then directed to the Bible and to the book of Genesis, you know, beginning to, to see why we're in a conundrum and why we're in an emergency. The human being is in a, you know, millions of years or thousands of years, however you like to, to add it up, but in a constant emergency and has been from the beginning. The emergency being the idea of dying without knowing why one lived. Dying without understanding why there was birth. Dying without knowing why um, anything exists. Dying without knowing why or what this is. Dying not ever really understanding what's beyond the veil of space. Or is there space? Or is there, you know, and, and miscomprehending all the sciences only to be used for evil, nefarious purposes, like killing, like harvesting. Human has been a slave. And the reason they're so arrogant is because, well, they think they created human, you know, through their alien friends to create a, a world of slaves for their use. Now the slaves have no purpose, so why can't we kill them? But then they run up against a force that's protecting human. They too need to understand there is a God. God's purpose is to be revealed at the apocalypse. And on that day... Every single person on the earth will understand the, a couple of things. One, that humanity has been duped for all this time. It, it, you know, a lot of this has been brought out by the COVID emergency to see just how duped people have been. They were just as mind-controlled and duped before that ever happened. And when the human realizes that it's all been for nothing except for the Lord, the good ones will humble themselves and repent. 
and will pick up uh, their crosses and realize that this is God's purpose, not theirs. That's a big, you know, because God still has us doing things. You could still be doing God's purpose in building an airplane or climbing a mountain or, you know, you know, ice skating, right? So that changes things. Actually, when we do it God's way, it's way more cool, man. Just think about being free for a moment. People think, well, I can't be free. I have to get the food and I got to get this and I got I can't let people down, and I've got to provide, and I've got to. But um, maybe that's true, but you don't have to have your mind on that all day long. I can't afford to let go. I have to focus on that. What if, what if you focused on other things? <laughs> Gathering things for your home or to feed your loved ones or whatever was... Something like the animals do, just non-reflect, you know, I mean, sorry, totally reflexive. Just a natural thing. Freeing you up to having a whole other life. What if, what if being free meant a whole other thing than routine? You know, they're playing with the language now, trying to change it around. And saying, well, there's all these naughty words. You know, they're full of shit, of course, as they always are. Most people should not seek an education at Stanford University. It should be laughed at. It should be made a laughing stock, which is what it is. It's an obedient bird dog that's corralling the humans into rote thinking, into entrained responses. Its main thrust is actually the psychology department. Well, but that doesn't mean healing you of your trauma from being here, which is really their trauma that they put on you that you're now experiencing rather than your own life. It's funny, I've had so much to say and no real conclusions about why this is like this. Um, You know, without factoring in, you know, another force of people, another, you know, uh, agenda of some sort. But the agenda is parasitical So I reject it. You reject their stupid universities and their their rote thinking and their their hunting around for people that don't comply. And, you know, they already put them out to bastard. They already have them commit suicide. They already kill them all. I mean, they've already got that in place. Why are we relitigating that? We don't need to. It is what it is. We see it, right? The death star, death cult, death death planet, death prison system, whatever. Just think outside the box and watch how fast you, how long you last. Not too long. It's funny when I see people being celebrated 
in these magazines as having innovated architect. Um, well, now they're all either sort of Asian or they're they're trying to they're trying to you know mix it up to be nothing you know anything but white, I guess. Which is, you know, I see and I see them all, the white guys sucking up to these people of color, you know, as if they're not a color, or as if they're. I, I don't. I I I, it's, I can't watch. It's you know middle finger slap slap go to hell fuck you. Oh, you're a bigot. You don't want to talk about race. Is that the topic? Race? What's race mean? What do you mean? Well, you're not willing to. Oh, I'll talk about it all day long. Let's go. What do you want to ask me? When did you realize your white privilege? Uh, well, uh, day one, two, how about a week? But, 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 but when did you, um, you know, figure out that you know that you, you, know, you were preventing people of color from being able to have lives of their own? I never really thought about that because I never had a life of my own. In fact, I want reparations. Uh, Five million dollars for being black in uh, San Francisco. I want a hundred million. And what's it? What what, what might I have done? had I had a life. So I've gone through a very similar thing, being X'd out, my, my, my future being destroyed. It may not be exactly the same, but I think I'm in a position to be able to relate to it. But I don't really, you know, I really don't even think of that much about uh, hating people. You know, I, I don't like children being hurt. But, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, it's kind of common sense position. I don't even like talking about things. I don't even know why. What, what do you need me for? Because we're building a consensus against white people. But why? Did any other... Okay, this is by... You say that race is skin color? Is that what you're saying? How do you know that? Where did you get that? And we can go on and on dancing around this issue, but what the well, they want to get people to confess their sins. This is communism straight up. And if you ever want to see it in a big grand scale, what I'm talking about, um, see the, the 1980s movie The Last Emperor and see what they did to him. And watch how he pathetically confessed all his sins of privilege and power and renounce them all to be a better person. And also, try not to start crying because of the level of movie making back then, please. That those days are gone, those artists are lost, and it's all push-button digital now. Don't like Ariana Grande? I'm sorry. We've got nothing. Forget about it. There's no, Rock and roll was just another scam. And when it started, uh, when, when the artists started becoming introspective and not celebrating Satan, they pulled the plug. My dog is all wound up. He's, 
What he'd really like to do is get out on the range. Yeah. Like to... He's got he's got the stick and the ball. Anyway, thanks for uh, going through this with uh, me and Ben. He's teething, and he's wound up, and you know, and and you know, he needs a lot more. But we've gone through a kind of a hard time with physical infirmities and all kinds of things, and and it's been kind of tough. We we took on this puppy, and boy, oh boy, does he is he strong and needs to go. And, and you know, I'm, when the weather gets a little bit warmer, I'll be you know heading down to the dog park. I just. If I have to hurry up and corral him, though, I need to, to really, you know, sort of up my game here. Because as you get older, things, you know, things get, it's strange. You could trip on anything. You know, a couple of days I fell last week, and I looked at why I did. One was because of my flip-flop uh, sandals get caught on something, which never used to happen. But you have to check and double-check what you're walking on. <laughs> it's strange. It's just... Part of getting older, just did you'll all go through it, um, you know. And hopefully, when you do, you just won't get depressed. It can can be a terrible, terrible. Um, uh, I won't say temptation, but you know that you know as you lose your dopamine and lose your, you know, your highs and lows, and you lose your excitement, you know, and you 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 start settling into you know blase routines and and all that can happen and and you know so my suggestion would be you know to 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 do stuff even if you don't feel like it you know try to try to do something you know you can go teach a class i mean most people that are our age know a lot of stuff or you know like a like a podcast like this one it certainly doesn't take much to put it on and, um, you know, there's an awful lot of things that I've thought about that I really would like to impart to you um, that I believe would be worthy of your consideration, maybe not conclusion, because I, I haven't com- completely concluded anything except I, I just wonder, my main, I guess my main inquiry in all this is why God would want to, you know, want us to witness all the killing and then act like we didn't see any killing. Why, why would that be? I guess that's a new one. <laughs> that we would see hundreds of millions and perhaps soon billions dead. And, and my prediction is we won't acknowledge it. <laughs> and <clears throat> since when did the discredited <laughs> MSM media... Since I have to throw the stick, now he's coming back. Since when did the MSM media, um, which are propaganda outfits and they've been discredited, how come people still obey them and get their shot? Why would anyone get a booster today, knowing the facts? Even knowing there's a controversy. I wouldn't. No one I know with, with any normal amount of common sense would ever, you know, put their lives or their families in jeopardy because when you get jabbed, you hurt all the people around you. It is a 
you know, it's a pandemic of the jab. You know, when you say, they go, well, I got jabbed so I could then protect the people. No, you create spike proteins that shed. You're a danger to everyone around you, not a benefit, you idiot. You have it backwards. You're a danger. You're a blight. You should be isolated. Not, let's round up the unvaccinated and isolate them. What for? They have robust immune systems. They're a blessing upon the earth. They have, and if anyone needs blood, those are the pure bloods. That's where you're going to get your blood. You want to get the blood of vaccinated and boosted people and put that in your veins? You're a fool. You're stupid. You're useless. You're nothing. <laughs> I often think that most of the people that push abortion should themselves be aborted, have been aborted. Right? Because they contribute, what do they contribute? Nothing. Zero. Right? It's all about, it's all selfishness, right? It's all narcissism. They would never uh, do even one sacrifice and pity the, the poor fools that marry these people. Can you imagine being married to like somebody that has no regard for life whatsoever? What do you think she's going to do to you? She's going to rip your balls off, man. You're going to live in total misery. You're going you're to wish for death. And she may be glad to accommodate you. Because she doesn't care. Now, how long do we have to put up with that? How long do we have to put up with all these things? Of evil ruling over good. Did you think abortionists were magnanimous? Did you think the doctors were altruistic? Do you think... That <laughs> well, it's, uh... I could see us sitting around the campfire, you know, looking at God's beauty of the trees and the Maybe there's a nearby creek going by and there's a abundance everywhere you look and plenty of everything. And uh, people are sitting there, you know, finally getting in their cups and drinking and then, you know, after you drink, if you last long enough, you start sobering up in front of that fire. You start, you know, start having those late night conversations. For those who don't fall asleep, gee, what do you think this is, really? I, mean, I don't know, man. You know, you seek the plants, the herbs, the psychedelics. They have a thing here, a clinic here, seriously, um, where you can get ketamine, and they'll give you an IV drip of ketamine, and then you'll go on your ketamine trip and that it's supposed to help you in your social interactions and to open up toward other people. And I'm like, you know, half the reason that people here, our people are here, is because they didn't open up to other people, and that's why they're still alive. <laughs> right? Or they'd be dead.
There, there was a book. I used to read this book on the occult almost every other day, looking for answers. And of course, no Jesus, no answer. That's that's. I just tell you that right off the bat. I'll tell you as somebody that's been around the block a few times, uh, there is no other than Jesus. And that's all I'll say. I mean, no Jesus, no peace, no Jesus, no life. Jesus is not just life. He is the light of the world. He is life. The answer, as Bob Dylan so aptly put it, is blowing in the wind. And, you know, that's about as close as you can get. But I would say with Christ, you know the answer, even if the answer is ineffable. In other words, unutterable. Even if the answer is not something you could just put down in an equation or a mathematical form. Uh, Benz is licking Eli. Okay, Benz, that was cool. Eli's about, you know, he's at that age. Dasha died from heart failure. You know, she couldn't breathe. Couldn't get a breath. And then she just um, expired. Just... uh, Found her on the floor the next day, you know, a stiff, you know, completely stiff. Carried her in a sheet down to the uh, vet and to the crematorium. And got her, uh, you know, cremated and got a little card and a little memento. And... uh, That was hard. Why do we have that? I was thinking of this, you know, blessed are they who mourn. Um, I get the last part. Is it, is it that they will um, see God or they will, let's see. Uh, those who mourn. No, I always know the answer till I need it. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And, um, you know, that, that the Lord expects us. And that, so I was thinking about mourning and how the Lord expects us to mourn. And you can mourn the passing of your greatest day when, when you were, you know, uh, vital and champion. Now you see how they ignore you or they overlook you or they, they go without you as the cycle of old and young continues. And, um, you know, then you see it with the dog, you know. And you don't know, you know what day it's going to be, you know, for Eli, any day. Any day he could, I mean, we're at the any day. We're at the any day thing now. But uh, I do believe, you know, that Eli has gotten a real boost by not being forgotten. In other words, by bringing this puppy in. Because I just, you know, and and, and uh, he's really going at Eli's bowl, by the way. By bringing this puppy in that really, you know, that, that Eli really likes, even though he's a little too rough at times. Um... Okay, Ben's has the entire bowl. And then Ben's has chased Eli off the porch. He picked up the whole bowl. It's, it's the ice. He wants to play with the ice. The ice in the bowl? Okay. 
Now he's coming back to... Now Eli wants to take him on a walk. So see, by having that young one in there, that's given Eli at least, I'd say, an extra six months where he should have been gone a few months ago, actually. I mean, he's like, you know, 16 years old, right? So anyway, we're, we're on Eli watch right now, and that's really hard. It'd be a lot easier to just take him down to the vet and shuffle him into one of those, you know, old dog homes or, you know, just get, give him the shot. A lot more convenient. <laughs> and that kind of thinking has permeated American culture. <laughs> you hear about people. Now, when I hear about old people, and they don't want to go to the old folks' home, but the kids want them to go there because they, they can't take care of them. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to skip on that. I don't want to get angry here. But a place, you know, it may be difficult, but this idea of being taken to a place to be tortured and abused so that death is the only viable option. It's another horrible thing that average people do every day. You don't need Klaus Schwab for that. And what they really want is they really want to euthanize or you know, kill their parents, get them out of their hair, not have to pay for that uh, facility, and and you know, failing to understand that 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 old people, you know, revert to that of children and babies. You know, before they die, they have to be taken care of just like you take care of a baby. And they don't want to do it. It's one of the great American sins. Well, it's not convenient. It's, it's not like you know the drive-through euthanasia that they're planning. I mean, it's not convenient. Drive, we have drive-through abortion, easy as can be. But this, you know, um, lack of reverence for life, for the... Elderly, especially, you know, yes, they, they, you know, they, uh, they, they can't take care of themselves in the most part. And a lot of that has to do with um, lousy food, lousy supplements, lousy doctors, lousy culture, lousy nation, lousy countries. Lousy, evil perverts running everything. Lousy to the core is one reason we have this euthanasia on the uh, ticket now. Pushing for no older than 75 years old. Everybody gets the shot. That will be then lowered to 70. Then 65, and let's face it, 60 is too old. Got to lower it back to 60, 59. How about 55? Well, that depends on how many useless eaters there are. They offer it to us. And we take them up on it because that gives us more time to play golf. More time to enjoy the the kids on vacation to Disney World. More time to really enjoy that ball game. 
Not all these responsibilities taking our lives away and making us, you know, feel not free and less frustration, less money going out to, you know, going nowhere where it could be used for us who could use it rather than an old baby, an old person that doesn't know who they are and they reverted to that of a, you know, of a, of a one-year-old. And I think this may be, you know, and, and, and I'm guilty, you know, because I had no idea until I got to be the age I am what, you know, the, the shift in the people's attitude toward you. <laughs> yeah, till you've gotten there yourself. You, hey, you, a lot of you guys out there, you're going to be coming into that season, you know, pretty soon, what, 10 years or so, 20 years? And when you do, um, you remember what I told you. I was just like you, you know? And um, so we have a lot of sins. We need, to, we need to be very sensitive about that. We need to be very sensitive about, about sins, about, about life, about, you know, being, you know, uh, mind-controlled, orchestrated, uh, turned into something we're not, slavery, human trafficking, all these things we need to be fixed. But we can't if we ourselves are sick. And I would call, you know, the human race on Earth right now sick, but the controllers even sicker tried to make us all have the same psychotic disease where you have people saying, well, the singularity is... They're actually talking about going deep into the earth for answers now. And, um, you know, and, 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 and you know, that, that in the earth, the, the, the secrets of, you know, the, the portals, that they can let things and, and, and you know, people and, and, and uh, you know, demons and destroyers in to take care of the earth once and for all. You know, so, you know, I, uh, I look at it like take a snapshot today. And though I like a good fight, a lot of the fight is we're fighting ourselves. You know, a lot of the fight is we're fighting our own selfishness. That we, we you know, our own lack of understanding. A lot of the damage that's been caused here has been caused over the last 50 years. So we're looking at, you know, a, a, a country that went from selflessness to selfishness, you know, from, say, World War II to today. And, you know, unless we change our attitudes toward things, the, the evil that we see, you know, we are conjuring. We are like magicians conjuring the evil and we go, I can't believe how evil it's gotten. They want to kill all of us with these shots. But nobody knows that they keep getting the shots. And look, they're dropping dead. What do we do? Well, what do we do? It's karma. This is a judgment against us. And so I could, you know, okay, just have me as one of the voices. What to do is to repent. What to do is to is to is to, you know, 
basically follow God. And then, you know, then you will, you know, follow the truth. And then you will see Jesus and weigh that against all the other aspects of salvation that you've heard about on the earth. There aren't that many, believe me. You can count them on your hand. And then weigh them against each other to see, for example, Mahayana Buddhism, okay, would be one. That you could be saved. <laughs> saved! <laughs> We're going to make fun of that. No. You can be saved by chanting the name of the Bodhisattva. You know, like Maitreya or any of the others. And uh and that's salvation. And and you know, this Bodhisattva would have been enlightened. And who knows where they go, right? They they've Nirvana. But because of infinite compassion, <laughs> where'd that come from? Cloud world. Um, uh, you uh, are, are being saved by the Bodhisattva because they're waiting for you to become that good of a person as they are. Never going to happen. So that's one you can eliminate. right? There are virgin birth stories of, you know, like the baby Jesus that have to do uh, with, you know, Isis and Osiris and, and, and Egyptian mythology and also have to do with early Buddhist writings of the baby Buddha, which came in after Christ. And you'll see some of these competing around the world as if to say, look, these stories were here 500 years before Christ. Uh, you know, you know the 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 uh, you know the virgin birth, the uh, you know the, the the whole bit, and then you know the the Messiah, and you know all you can say about all these different myths and stories is that uh, of course there would be whatever is the truth, there'd be a counterfeit. You know, it's up to you though to discern the truth. But there's nothing quite like this shed blood applied, you know, it pays for the the contract. You know, i.e. I'm born a slave in Satan and they have the right to put me to work and to put me in their system and, you know, make me a slave. And then Jesus redeems me by paying for it and my soul is released and I am intact. I'm good to go back to the Father. Yeah, I'm good to go to the Father. It's almost as if we were just sequestered here because we fell, obviously. And, um, you know, we, are, we have a way back which cannot be meritorious. It has to be positional. Positional meaning in Christ is justified by Christ is all I need. Justified by faith in Christ is all I need. That is all I need. Um, what that does is it, you know, reverses the curse. But it does more than that. It it uh, it has to make me into a new being, 
but that new being had been prophesied. It's a restoration, but it's also brand new. And then we learn that Jesus' identity is to make all things new. Not just all people, but all things. So it's just a very interesting look. It's so absorbing, you're just lost in it. Hallelujah. You're not going to figure out Jesus because Jesus is the ultimate enigma. And the most you can do is, you know, if you don't believe, just try to be friends and see what happens. Any movement toward truth satisfies me that that's a movement toward Jesus. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father without him. It's a very concise way of putting it. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father without him. There is no connection without Jesus. The Father designed it that way. You can see it in John 15, 16, and 17. Very clear. Right? And uh, it, it makes a lot of sense, but according to uh, these um, magazines, the charisma. Well, there's all these different thoughts about salvation and about. Um, You know, it's kind of sad. I saw this rally with the guy that was the the actor in Chosen. Did you see it? It was on the Daily Wire. And, uh, and I forget that guy's name, but, but uh, great Jesus, right? Perfect. And um, he was giving a speech to the, the pro-life movement, I guess it was a couple of days ago. And... Um, he was making analogous this idea that Jesus and life were synonymous, which is a good, that's a good way to go. Believe me, uh, you pastors out there, that's a, don't think that's above their heads, it's not. You shouldn't be thinking that way anyway, you arrogant prick. <laughs> no, I mean, because as I accuse you, I accuse myself. Don't you understand? That's why I'm laughing. Anyway, never mind. Never mind. Inside baseball. Uh, when you're a tortured guy, it goes all around. It's 360 torture. It's not like you, you throw something at someone over there. And, you know, when you, in, even in the act of throwing it, you, you hurt yourself, right? It's like the cartoons. Okay. Uh, no, but, you know, he made a really good point, and, and uh, you know, he said, this is what's been bothering me, okay? Can I just say it without you getting mad? All you fans of the, of the TV Jesus, please. I won't say it then. Well, he was talking about... Okay. I have a problem with this language. When people say, you know, you may have rejected God or not even heard about God, but he's completely in love with you. 
And the word in love, like that, like you might say with, like you are with a, your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend. He's completely in love with you. He's the light of the world. But then, yes, but uh, the world is darkness. And recognized him not. Isn't that what you're trying to say? Well, why not say the whole thing? So when he's completely in love with you. It makes me uncomfortable, that term. He's completely in love with you. It could have been anything else, but he's completely in love with you. And then I just tuned out. I turned it off. We were off to a good start. I was The crowd was cheering about life and the sanctity of life and how God is life. And, you know, if we could just, uh, you know, God would love to these these newborns to not be aborted, but to live and to have a chance to come into life so they can know God and know the reason for everything. And then we think, but what about the fallen world? Well, it's not fallen today, is it, Zeph? It'll be fallen tomorrow when we start talking about fallen, but we can't have fallen and good in the same sentence. You understand that, Zeph, don't you? Have you been practicing your Chinese? So you can't say peace and then kill them all. So you can't say he's the light of the world, but the world sucks. Well, then you could just cheer it on and... He is life and the light of the world, and he's completely in love with you. And all the women go, yeah, they want to be loved like that. It puts it in almost carnal terms, doesn't it? It it, it cheapens the whole concept. But (laughs) he's completely in love with you. Uh, I hear how it sounds. I, I think I, we should write him an email and kind of correct, you know, ask him to correct that. I think I will. That's the kind of, those are the kind of sayings that, you know, multiply that by hundreds and thousands that get us to leave the churches and calling them illegitimate. And I believe that we are correct in that. Because a person that makes that into a light thing, uh, not really going to work out too well. Anyway, make no mistake. They have killed more people than... um, than anyone else and they've um, they've they've destroyed more lives and they've destroyed so many of the unborn and 
and they have planned on killing so many more, but they want us to know about it so that we become traumatized, instilled. The more they feed on us, the more they realize, you know, they'd like to kill many more. And why not if they can get away with it? Because people are too traumatized to understand. So when will they understand? They won't ever understand. The people will not understand. The CNN will not understand. News media will not understand. The, 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 the universities will not understand. Nothing happened here. And if you say there was, you know, 150 million people killed or 300 million or a billion, then you're just another conspiracy theorist, some kind of, you know, uh, you know white, uh, you know, Christian terrorist. So you better shut up about that. And uh, with that, I'm <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to address this issue of the the spikes. But you know, they're really coming on hard now after Davos. You know, Davos. God, you know, I believe God cursed Davos, and we spoke that on the 16th of January. But we spoke about it before Davos began, which was on the uh, 14th or 13th. I think that word went out. And then to see it called now a laughingstock of the world, that was very gratifying to see Davos actually, you know, cursed and talked about like a laughingstock. Never seen that before. Never, I, in my wildest imagination, I never could predict it would go that far. It went that far, folks. It was spectacular. It went all the way. It bludgeoned every one of those people. But they're coming roaring back and they want to punish you for having, you know, mocked them. Remember, folks, always remember this. Mocking is the best strategy when you're dealing with Satan along with reasoning. But mocking and reasoning, reasoning and mocking. But mocking has to be part of the repertoire. Just screaming at them doesn't do any good. They like it. But when you mock Satan or you mock them, you mock the WEF, you mock Klaus Schwab, you mock them, uh, they mention it in their speeches. As Klaus Schwab mentioned, he, so many crises of people, you know, they, they don't understand. Or they, you know, he's criticizing people who dare to speak up about it. You know, just sit down and die is what he wants. He'll never have it, though. Because now people are onto it. They understand that the WEF, the UN, all of that is 100% anti-human. 1,000% anti-human and aims to kill everybody. That's exactly what they want to do. And that's where they're headed. To kill everyone. Not just a few, but go full nuclear, full nuclear war, more jabs, more everything. Fourth jab, you have no immune system. You have no life. Your life is basically over at that point. You're going to die from a heart attack. No one can do anything about it to help you. Diamond and silk. Right? Silk is talking. And silk is saying that Diamond took the jab. And then she died from the jab. Yes, she went there. Right in front of Trump. What's that mean?
Did she break up with Trump? It just means that, you know, she knows her sister. And, you know, uh, she took the jab, probably on Trump's say-so, which is one reason I will never back him again. I don't care how good he is for the economy. You know, some things are more important than the fucking economy. Some things are more important than uh, whether or not this all works out and everybody gets whatever and gets material goodies. Some things are just more important than all that. And um, I don't believe that Trump is fit to, uh, you know, be president of a, of a, of, you know, a, uh, of a, of anything. I believe this, this, um, what they did to him when they rolled him on this COVID and the vaccine. I mean, I, I think he has a mental illness right now. That's my theory. He's, he's psychologically damaged and he can't recover. And I'm sorry that can happen to people, but he had a whole dream of being president and turning the country around and, and all of a sudden, this thing happened, and he's never gotten over it. And, but that doesn't mean you just allow a guy like that to be a president. It would be irresponsible. You know, put a DeSantis up there or somebody up there, let him, they'll lose probably. Yeah, that's the, that's the, 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 the litany, right? Anything good loses, anything bad succeeds. You know, you know, and so therefore, I drop out of church. I can't take it every other day. Every day, fail, 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 fail. Well, when, when does anything succeed? Yeah, even in something like Davos, but then they'll come roaring back. <laughs> Boy, that'll really hurt. Ouch. No, what begins with God, the Davos thing I have to say is what begins with God, okay, you know, if God's, you know, used us to speak that in and, it, and you know, it 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 uh, it it sticks. They'll try to get back at you. Well, they'll try to come back, but when God banishes you, you're banished. You know, it's pretty much banished. Oh, they'll reconfigure, maybe. I don't know. Sure, could be. But uh, you know, I've seen God just banish a guy, and like within <laughs> a few hours, and the next thing you know, he's never coming back. Yeah, you've seen that too. But, you know, what does it matter if none of us stand up? I mean, it doesn't matter if nobody does anything. If no one does anything, they're just going to keep on going. And, you know, they win, we lose. That's the end of it. And, and uh, I know we don't want that. I know we don't want to lose our children. I know we don't want to, but, but you know, we've been conquered. So what do we do? Usually when a people's conquered, they have to shoot it out. They have giant guns and tanks and planes. What do we have? Nothing. But I do get from my intel sources that there's a split in the military and that half of them are going to back the people in the end. The place may break up by then. There may be no United States of America I mean, the way we're going, there won't be. Let's just face it, there will not be. And people who say they're patriots will then act like it, if you are. Going out and <laughs> having, like, you know, there's, they drop out of the system, they go out and get patriot uh, this or that or coffee or something, they sell coffee, and then 
they sell stuff. They say, buy this, and you too can be patriotic. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty uh, frustrated with the way things have gotten in one sense, but in the other sense, I'm, you know, I know Jesus wants us not to fret, wants us not to be worried, wants us to rejoice, wants us to be seen as light, rejoicing in a time of darkness, wants people to ask us, what the hell is going on with you? You crazy? Yeah. We won. And I know I've had to jump all over the place to be able to say we won. But you have to accept the, the paradoxical dichotomy in order to say we won and, 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 and to have any kind of force behind it. We won, uh, you know, Davos lost, pure evil loses, and good will prevail. And I have faith that, that I have enough faith on that one just because I know Jesus exists, I know God exists. I know he's not going to let his children fail. No, will not. And so with that, I bid you shalom. And I'm trying to... Uh, oh. <laughs> i going to play a couple songs here on the way out just for fun. No, I've grappled with it today. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't help you guys out. At least we had some fellowship time. God bless you, Lord. Make your people the battering ram that knocks everyone down. Make them the force that brings down the walls of Jericho. In Jesus' name, Amen. Best of the best. This one's for Frankie. Ha 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 ha!
Big drug dealer, baby. 